welcome to the Conscious Leadership Podcast. In this podcast, we discuss the how-to of creating conscious leadership for business, life and the world. With ordinary people doing extraordinary things and being truly in control of their own health, wealth and happiness. Knowledge plus action with a plan creates magical results. Introducing your host, Julie Hogbin, author, international speaker, mentor, disruptor, and creator of Conscious Leadership, and property investor living in the UK. Hi listeners, I'm here with Ferris Hatoum, and you're listening to the Conscious Leadership Podcast. And the reason I've invited Ferris to come in for an interview is the man is a wonder with eyes. And we were talking just very recently about the power of the eyes linked into the health. And of course, conscious leadership is around making the decisions that gives us the best life we can possibly have. So I thought I'd invite Ferris in to talk to me and to you as the listeners around eyes and what we should and shouldn't be doing with them and how soon we should start because it is just not an age thing. So, um, Ferris, what would you love to tell us about eyes? Absolutely. Well, the biggest thing about eyes, they are the mirrors of our body. Wow. Literally. Um, so I'll just give you an example. When we examine the back of the eye, for example, we can see the blood vessels on the retina. So these tiny, small blood vessels on the retina and in the eye, they are pretty much the same size of blood vessels they run in your vital organs. So in your brain, heart, kidneys. So that's the same size. What you see in the eye, almost live, you know, blood vessel pulsating, reflects what happens everywhere else without cutting yourself open. <laughs> actually, <laughs> Yes, listeners, yeah. don't do that. So probably, yeah, you don't really want to do that. So uh, you would be surprised actually what you can tell about the health of the body by just actually looking in, in, in someone's eyes. Do you know that from the, so how, I'm going to say expanded or shrunk the vessels are or the flow of the blood through them? How well, do you do that? Well, I, I don't, I don't want to be scaring people off now <laughs> so they've never gone and have their eyes tested um, like prime examples undiagnosed um, diabetes for example or hypertension high blood uh, pressure how that affects uh, small blood vessels you could see the blood vessels kind of in a slightly different shape so they right. can be uh, uh, quite wiggly and, and squiggly or, or if, if, if the diabetes have affected the eye so you might see small leakage of, of blood in there that kind of indicate that potentially you may have um, either high blood pressure or, 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 or diabetes uh, complications that's affecting um, that sort of size of blood vessels, which means if, if the patient's not aware of that, you know, would ask, okay, when was the last time you've seen your GP? When was the last time you had a, a good workout? Had your blood pressure tested, checked, or, 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 or you, you, you had a blood test yeah. uh, to figure out whether you had diabetes or anything like that. So, so, it, could, exactly. so it can be used as a, I'm going to say, an, having your eyes tested could be a prevention technique, an early warning, because we may not know we would have high blood pressure or diabetes or whatever the thing is. Certainly, certainly, yeah, okay. yes. Um, 
well, there's other techniques now also where the technology has moved on so fast, mm. so quick in the past 10 years. It has evolved tenfold uh, and, and it's, it's been a very rapid change. So we are, we are, we're, in a sense, very, very lucky to be living in this kind of day and age where, where we can diagnose things before it actually appears on, on the surface. The newest kind of thing now, it's, it's OCT. OCT? OCT. What's that so for? So that stands for Optical Coherent Tomography. Right. Yeah. And what that does, it actually almost shows what beneath the... So most people probably are used to see pictures of the back of their eye. Okay. What does the picture do? It actually just shows you the, 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 the front surface of the retina. So it gives you... It's, it's a very good tool to give you a good overview of the health of the retina but the OCT it gives you actually even deeper view of that so it actually views the structure of the different layers of the retina underneath that so right, you're kind okay. of seeing beneath the surface again without cutting yeah <laughs> without think, cutting your yeah. eye open yeah, not doing uh, <laughs> a good example just to give you an idea how does that look like see for example if you're looking at a, a, a at a nice nicely decorated piece of well cake a birthday cake so you see in the ice in the normal picture is you see in the ice and on the on, on the top of the cake yeah uh, where if you do have the oct done it actually think about cutting through that and seeing the different layers of the of the cake so if it was one of those rainbow cakes you'd see the rainbow layers without actually cutting through to see the exactly rainbow layers. that okay. exactly that and again just to give you an idea how it looks like on the screen for us. Probably people are more familiar seeing ultrasound images. Similar to that, but okay, this is yep. using optics rather than sound, yep. if that makes sense. Yep. Um, and, and, and the scan is translated into an image where the optometrist is able to look through that and, and analyze it. In terms of the, I did mention earlier that you could potentially see some leakage or things changes yeah. beneath the surface before it's actually manifested or, or, or the patient has any symptoms to it. Also kind of scan the optic nerve and, and pick up some damages before the damage is actually manifested into some visual loss. I was going to talk to you, I was going to ask you about that actually, because my father had glaucoma. I think that's how Prime you say Prime example it. to that, yeah. And I didn't know about glycoma yep. until I took my father. We ended up in hospital treatment yep. because of it, because of the severity of how it had affected him. And I now get a free recommended next generation. Annual checks. Annual checks free because of the severity of glycoma. And that was something I knew absolutely nothing about until my father had basically almost lost his sight, definitely in one eye. So could you just say a little bit about glycoma because it's unknown and unseen Yeah, no, such? no, no. Thanks for bringing that example, actually, because th th that's one of the, of the, of the good example of, of using, utilising this, this uh, yeah. technology. So glaucoma, it's a condition that affects the optic nerve. And the optic nerve, if you think about it, it's kind of, I'll give you a TV example is the cable that connects the camera, the eye, to the 
screen, the TV screen. Yeah. All right. So imagine that bundle of thousands of little wires, which are the nerve fibers. These nerve fibers in a glucometer's eye starts dying gradually, mm. eventually. So each nerve fiber dies, you will lose bits of the picture on the on the screen. Okay, so it will start kind of pixelated and it starts from the outside, the periphery, and get in, in an advanced glaucoma, you'll get tunnel vision. So you can't see your peripheral field. You, you, you just see that the central part of it. But that, to get to that point, it doesn't happen overnight. It's not in a condition that you will notice it. It gradually gets worse over the years. Hence, you have your, your annual check just oh, to make sure you don't. Now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so what happens in glaucoma, a patient, they will gradually lose that sight, but you don't notice it because it's such a slow progression. It takes years and, uh, to manifest and and lose. And when you notice that, it's unfortunately it's too late to do anything about and it, it. And you can't do anything about it, can you, once you've lost it? No, because it's a nerve damage. Yeah. And nerve damage, it's, it's not reversible. So. My my understanding from how it was explained to me at the time, and, and you know, please correct me if I'm wrong, because it's such a gradual thing, the person that's suffering from it doesn't know they're losing their sight. Exactly. And my understanding is that our brain makes up the picture that we're expecting to see. So even if we're not seeing a part of something, the brain... Sort fills of fills the in the gap. Absolutely. So you actually don't know that you're not seeing something. Exactly right. That's spot on. Yeah. Actually, there's that thing about vision. Is it uh, is it seeing or is it believing? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. It's it's perception really. Yeah. Uh, and our brains don't like imperfection, so they will actually lie to us and and fill the gaps. They don't like gaps. So. <laughs> it's interesting. I've just had a thought. Yeah. So. We are actually all walking around. We all have blind spots in each eye, but we never notice it unless yeah. you actually test it yourself. So that blind spot is always filled yes. by an image that actually never reached our brain, but our brain made it up for us, yeah. so we don't notice it. So we walk around seeing what our brain is telling us what we are seeing. So yeah. actually seeing is is believing. Yes. Uh, so. it, it sort of takes me back to the universe loves a void mm-hmm. and the universe will fill a void with something if yep. we don't fill the uni- the void with something. 100%. So abs- yeah, absolutely. Wow. Okay. That's 100%. a connection just happened in my brain, just fired off. I know glaucoma because that, that's personal to me. Yep. Is there anything else like that? I mean, as the people we are, we wouldn't recognise that our sight is becoming... Less than it was? Well, there's the natural Asian process that, that yeah. affects everybody, but it depends on your prescription and what type of, you know, whether you're short-sighted already or whether you're long-sighted, etc., etc. But generally speaking, one of the natural progression of Asian is we lose our ability to, to focus at close-up. Yeah. So the crystalline lens inside our eyes which is, I'll give you an example. Again, we're talking cameras here. <laughs> <laughs> so think about the old-fashioned cameras where, where where you had to kind of zoom in. You know, if you want to get 
a good yep. picture of, 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 of somebody you had to kind of uh, twist the lenses, twist the lenses yeah. in and out to kind of get it to focus at certain object at a certain distance. Yep. Okay, we've got an automatic lens built in in our body. So we are born with, with this super flexible lens that's controlled by our brain to help us focus at the object that you, we want us to see. So babies, if you put an object right in front of your, the, the, their eyes, they can still look at it, focus at it, and make sense of it. That distance between the object and the eye, I wish I can I can film that. You should have seen <laughs> Julia actually practicing putting her hand in front. I'm, I'm I love working, that. I'm working out whether I can still focus people. <laughs> yeah, it's not very good. <laughs> so um yeah, so so that that distance, that focal length literally increases year on year. Uh so so every year we almost lose a centimeter of, of focus, approximately. Wow! Um, and 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 the cutoff or the break off age, where 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 it's kind of very noticeable to most of us, is the age of forty. At the age of that's forty, that distance becomes. Is that when your arm gets longer? Exactly. That's when <laughs> when you don't have long enough arms, really. So, at this point, you either need uh, magnifying power lenses put in your glasses or which, which can be corrected in so many different ways really but yeah so that that's where where, where you you start losing yeah we call it the accommodation is is the technical term for yeah. it so when we start losing accommodation i.e we losing the the ability to focus at close-up so the medical term for it it's called presbyopia right the lay term yeah <laughs> which is not the preferred term that people don't like to use it's old sight oh okay yeah so that's old sight from 40 years old <laughs> yeah unfortunately <laughs> this is it yeah yeah so this mine's is the... ancient then <laughs> yeah and that continues to worsen yeah that's what happens when 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 people start you know struggling to to to, yeah. to, to see the phone then see the computer screen then the dashboard then that focus gets worse year by year. Yeah. So start arm distance, then intermediate distance, a meter, a meter and a half, then you'd need glasses for everything. And that's when, when you start needing very focals, multifocal lenses to correct all distances. Okay, so I'm going to go off on a bit of a tangent because I do need glasses and I've, as I've got older, I need them more. And when I'm tired, I need them more for, for reading. Yep. And I know people who go into the pound shop uh-huh. and buy the magnifying glasses for yep. for a pound. What what's your thoughts on those? Do they uh, damage your eyes? Uh, well, we have to be careful about this one. Is because um, they're both the same eyes, aren't they? They're not. Not really. Oh, okay. No, this is the thing that people don't understand. Really, first of all. We think we are symmetrical. We are not. Yeah. On so many levels. We all have a dominant eye and non-dominant eye. Uh, we all have a dominant hand and dominant, you know. And yeah, so both eyes, not necessarily the same. So one one lens or one one thing fits all doesn't really. Yeah. Doesn't, doesn't, doesn't work like that. Uh, that's another reason really need to, to, to have your eyes tested. Yeah. So when would you recommend people started 
sort of a regular, just even if it was just just an annual test on their eyes, which I believe in, you know, if you shop round, you don't have to actually pay for it. Uh, yeah, you know, lots it's of companies actually do do provide uh, nowadays some kind of promotional offers where yeah. you could get, a, in fact, for a free eye test. So, yeah, it's available. Do make use of that, uh, certainly. Uh, I'd say, well, you need regular checkups. Yeah. Full stop. So if you haven't had your eyes tested in the past two years, it's time to go and have it checked now. Age-wise, we in in an optician, we there's no age limit. We can see pretty much babies, months old, all the way till hundreds yeah, <laughs> and above, okay. really. So there's no age limit to that. Then follow the optometrist's recommendation of how frequent you need to have your eyes tested. Some kids, for example, they they need to be tested on a, on a, on a three monthly basis. If there is a rapid change in their prescription, and if there is other things that you really need to monitor, yeah. So so you need to see them every three, four months, six months. More stable eyes. If if there's no risk, if there's everything is is is, is healthy or um, prescription is not changing rapidly, uh, routinely checkups usually is recommended every two years. Yeah. Okay. In other situation where there are other risks that you really need to monitor, for example, your case, you yeah. know, if you've got a close relative, you know, immediate family with glaucoma, uh, you're over the age of forty, uh, then you really sorry. <laughs> I'm over forty. Uh, so, so yeah, the risks are there. Uh, so if in these circumstances, you really need to have your eyes tested more regularly. Well, on an annual basis. Yeah. Unless the optometrist suggests otherwise. Um, other examples, if you suffer from diabetes, for example, yeah. that can affect your eyes on so many different levels. Say there could be pathological changes, yeah. what we discussed earlier, yeah. bleeds in the back of the eye. Um, some damages that can be actually permanent, but if it's caught early, it can be yes. prevented. Yeah. So if you're diabetic out there. Yeah, please, see, please. This, this is my whole thing around this whole podcast and and I'm delighted you're here I really am if we do things early we can prevent things happening if we make the decision to do things slightly differently which may go against the grain we can prevent worse things happening by being more conscious around why we do what we do yeah so I didn't used to get my eyes checked annually mm-hmm. I didn't because I didn't think I needed to because they were all right but then you get a piece of information, like my father with glaucoma, and it's like, there's no way I'm going to lose my sight if I can avoid it. Mm-hmm. So I make sure I get them checked annually. And I do this in all sorts of guises within my life. But I now make sure I get them checked at least annually because I don't want to lose m- my sight later in life when it can be prevented by taking Early. a different action, Absolutely. by doing something different, which might take an hour of my time once a year, Mm -hmm. but I make it a priority to make it happen. What advice would you give to the listeners about just general, I'm going to say general health of your eye? Well, what we discussed earlier, the importance of regular checkups, that's that's, that's number one. Uh, Number two, I'd say, is... Uh, there's the 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 twenty 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 rule. I don't Ooh, know if you've ever that? heard that. No, no. That kind of applies to most of us. The, uh, this day and age, really, we all use computers. We all sit in front of these screens for for hours on end, really. So the twenty 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 rule. So three twenties. Remember, the first twenty is every twenty minutes, take a break 
for 20 seconds, literally. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. By looking at something 20 meters or beyond. So looking out the window if you're... Exactly. So okay. if you're if you are in an office, uh, one, one tip there is write it on a post-it note, just put a 20 on a, on a, on a good kind of yellow, bright, orange yeah. <laughs> sticker. Stick it on the corner of your screen and just write 20. And every time you look at that 20, just ask yourself, in the past 20 minutes, half an hour, did I look away from the screen? And if you haven't, then just look away Relax your eyes, look at something, you know, out out of the window, pick an object quite far away for 20 seconds just to relax your eye muscles, really, because what we do in, in focusing in that close-up, it's, it's not natural, It's, it's not natural, it? really. You know, no, no, our eyes natural. kind of, you know, yeah. we're supposed to be in the jungle <laughs> chasing yeah, animals, exactly. you know. That's and what, now we're sitting, staring since, at screens. Yeah. yeah. So, it's not yeah. what we were built for, really, was it? Not quite. <laughs> <laughs> That's interesting. So I was just thinking, you could, if you weren't annoying everybody, you could put a little alarm on you. I mean, every 20 minutes is quite a lot. Yeah, it's a lot. Yeah. No, so again, don't take it literally, but you, you know, at least, you know, yeah. twice an hour. Or don't feel by taking, lots of people say take break. That means, you know, I'm going to leave my desk, go have a coffee, come back yeah. half an hour later. No, that's not what we're saying. So employee employers out there, so yeah. don't don't freak out. That's not what we <laughs> that's not what we we're, we're promoting here. But you know, but by taking a, a break, literally, you know, twenty yes. thirty seconds by just looking away out of the window, really, yeah. and then and then get get cracking after that. But it's just to, just to allow your eyes to take that that breather sort of thing. What about cleaning them, washing them, using makeup and stuff? Yeah, I well. Mean, no, no, that that is a big thing as well. Yeah, this this is again another thing that we see day in day out. Really, people with eye strain and stuff like that. It doesn't. It's not due to your ability to focus or the mechanism of how your eyes are working, but it is. It's it's, it's a lubricating your eyes. Your yeah. eyes are too dry. Again, the environments they were working. Yeah. Most most of our indoor workers are in offices, air conditioning dry atmosphere and guess what your eyes will dry yeah um, another thing also by staring in front of the computer another thing that you forget to do if you get immersed reading something typing something you forget to blink oh yes okay says i now staring at him everybody <laughs> <laughs> so yeah you forget to blink sometimes and and, okay. you, and your eyes dry so uh, blinking helps your eyes to keep moist. Yeah, well, if you think about the eyelids, they are like your windscreen wipers, really. Okay, so I'm loving the analogies. <laughs> so yeah, um, if 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 you don't blink enough, that surface will will, will dry out and it will feel scratchy and you know. Uh, so yeah, blink more. Uh, again, if. If that doesn't work, uh, make sure your eyes are, are nice and clean. You mentioned makeup. A great thing. Okay. Sorry, <laughs> listeners out there. But really, really false lashes. Not good. Uh, Glue. And, and yeah, well, and, and the excessive heavy makeups is, is just not good, really. Because what you're doing is is you add in, you know, you, you could potentially block your your tear ducts that are producing the tears and and, and the different tear com components um on there you'll see quite a lot actually again so if, you, if you're not producing the right quality of tears your eyes will dry your eyes will feel scratchy 
talking about about the windscreen wipers. Yes. Okay, if you've got a, an old or, or dirty wipers, every time you try to clean your oh, window, smears. it's just smears, isn't it? Yes. So yeah, make sure that part of your your your, your eyelid are are always nice and clean. Ideally, use the right products to do that. You know. Yeah. With kind of the right products, there's eyelid wipes out, out, out there, very yeah. accessible. You just make sure you use those. Okay, it's interesting. Keep them nice really and clean. Um, if you apply makeup, just make sure you don't leave the lid margin nice and clean. Don't put yeah. anything in there uh, or on there. Uh, so yeah, yeah, this is really interesting. So I'm, I'm just thinking, you know, we we sort of think I have sort of thought. I can't say it for everybody that. The eye thing is an older thing. And, you know, and just picking up on what you've been saying, our eyes deteriorate as we get older, but the health, the healthier we keep them younger yeah. is the obviously, they yeah, they're going to last longer. It's the same with anything. If you look after something, it lasts longer. So I'm, I'm, I'm really hoping this as a podcast episode is talking to people out there that are not maybe in the realm of age yeah. older age where you expect things to go slightly wrong although nobody really tells you about it hearing this and thinking just taking that little bit of extra care around really important parts of our being our eyes you know it will help um ferris if anybody's got any questions for you or want to get in touch with you how can they do that yeah funny you mentioned that <laughs> <laughs> Well, you can follow me actually on Think and Grow Stronger. Yay, nice. Uh, there will be a podcast launching soon. Oh, fabulous. And uh, there's a Facebook group and a page out there. So Think and Grow Stronger. Brilliant. Yeah, you will okay. find me there. And um, obviously you can find me, Facebook, Faris, uh, Faris Hatoum. Yeah. And um, LinkedIn and all, all, all other. Brilliant. Um, okay. So, so one so. final question for you. Fire away. If you had to give your younger self the best piece of advice you could give them, what would it be? Think and grow stronger. <laughs> <laughs> uh, absolutely. I got to this real realization recently and uh, it's, it's the power of seeing yourself where you want to be. Set the goal. Set the the target, live it in all its details, not just seeing it, hear it, feel it, touch it, and guess what? It will happen. Yeah, it does. It so, does. and um, yeah, look deep into your why, and uh, that will pull you to where you want to be. Yeah, fabulous. I'm going to say thank you very much for giving me your time to do this recording. And um, looking forward to connecting with you again in Think and Grow Stronger. So this is Conscious Leadership with Ferris talking about health of eyes. It's a pleasure. Um, and we're going to say goodbye now. Lovely to see you, Fit. Uh, and my tagline, my takeaway, go out there, do one thing, take one action that takes you further towards, a step closer to your goal. So bye for now. Thanks for listening to the Conscious Leadership Podcast. You can contact Julie on LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Pinterest, and hear me out. Please subscribe to her YouTube channel for how-to videos and more content.
and please message Julie to have your questions answered. Until next time, remember, knowledge plus action with a plan creates magical results. See it, say it, write it, believe it and achieve it.